all kinds of connections, from our neighbors to our co-workers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourselves? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with hosts Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. It's time to consider the possibilities. Good evening and welcome to Things Worth Considering. We are a weekly talk show that presents ideas for you to ponder, probably ideas for you to disagree with, and hopefully things that are worth considering. I'm your host, Gord Riddell, and I am here with my co-host, our very knowledgeable doctor of naturopathic medicine, and my friend, Dr. Alexia Georgiousis. Uh, we are live. If you would like to join our conversation with our guest, who I will introduce in a moment, you can do so toll-free anywhere from in North America at 1-888-346-9141. So without the um in there, it's 1-888-346-9141. And uh, I'd like you to meet our guest. Uh, She is Jennifer Boak, and she's a professional storyteller. She holds a degree in motion picture and television of creative spirit uh, and enthusiasm to inspire others to love their own stories. I love that. Uh, That's right in line with my stuff. Uh, She's an astrologer now. She has a unique perspective on the world around her and finds beauty and profound moments and mundane things. Jennifer's astrology studies provide an approach that makes it easiest for people to understand and digest the information. Jennifer says astrology is all about timing. It's a great tool in the toolbox and is another way to know yourself and to understand the energies outside of you in order to navigate this human experience. We all go through cycles, and the one thing that is constant is change. It's a way to look at energy and see how it communicates and transmutes itself. Welcome, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So, you know, we've been talking on the show uh, about people who are, a lot of people who are actually making really profound changes, which we find just, you know, quite fascinating during this time, maybe we have lots of time on our hands and it's like, hey, let's move to another place, another country or whatever, uh, or changing careers. And you are one yeah. of those people. Yes, yes, I am. I am. Um, I Before this pandemic hit, I was um, working as an assistant editor for commercials and I was um, sort of pivoting uh, b- before um, the pandemic had hit and I was going to sort of change lanes um, innately, and I ended up um, was going to take another job as a travel, the travel job, and um, then the pandemic <laughs> sort of had other plans. So no travel for you yeah. right now, <laughs> or anyone. Other plans, exactly. yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, sort of what I like to call the pandemic pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I think what was a big um, thing that we all got to experience was something. Um, you know, unique experience for every individual, but we are experiencing everything the same, like similar in terms of everything has to stop and we kind of have to be with ourselves. We went from doing to being. Mm-hmm. being to, okay. yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm working, I'm making an assumption here and that is that you feel like this is sort of, you know, an inspired move that this is where, you know, your spirit wants to go to. Mm-hmm. How did you read that? You know, people will say, well, I've got these ideas, but I don't know if it's my head. It's just I'm making these stories up in my head. How did you read that? This really is where you need to go to. 
Well, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have experiences with astrology um, people in my life that have brought it in. So it wasn't something that was completely new. I had, I was um, aware of it and I, but I wasn't, um, I didn't have the wherewithal to, you know, understand it as much. I had had a reading on my own and understood that the sky was really a reflection of what's happening here and the energy. So with this pause, it gave me time to really sit with myself and understand where do I want to go? What's, what's really, what really aligns with me. And um, there was actually an opportunity to start studying that just sort of, you know, landed on my lap and I figured what not um, a better time to sort of dive in and learn more about myself and the world around us. And I what had better actually, yeah. What's better than when it falls into your lap though. Yeah, yeah. That's that exactly. synchronicity piece. Absolutely. Wow. There's been a there was a lot of synchronicity in my life. Um, and I actually learned through my chart that I have that in in my life. It just sort of that's it's, it helps put words to a feeling that I've felt, which is I've always had um been in the right time at the right place and met the right person. And um my chart showcased that. And I was like, wow, mm. this is really interesting. Well, and that's um, what I wanted to ask you about too, Jennifer, is that that sense of awareness that have you had this since you were a little girl, like something, an awareness of, whoa, these things happen. Or was it something that came more with the pandemic? That's a great question. Um, I guess I've always considered myself pretty intuitive and somebody who pays attention to the synchronicities and um, the signs. Um, and I usually act upon them because I believe that things, when they come to us, there's a reason for it. And I like to follow that. I'm a Gemini. So it's, it's uh, sort of like innate. Boy, that says it all. Jennifer, maybe for those people who don't know what it means to be Gemini or what, you know, we know the twins, except what does that actually mean? And what does it mean for you? You don't know who you're coming home to. <laughs> <laughs> I was married to one. Uh, <laughs> But my grandmother, who who taught me, was also a Gemini. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, there's definitely there are high roads and low roads to each sign. Um, and with with me, my interpretation and how I am as a Gemini, um, the archetype of it is they're the messenger, um, and they are the communicator. And so um, they definitely have. Um, it's, I'm also on top of that arising Gemini too. So that would just mean who I am also involving to become in this lifetime or what people usually pick up on when they meet me. So um, I am sort of wearing the mask of a teacher and the son of a um, messenger with a moon of a Sagittarius philosopher. So um, this is the way um, I sort of, it's, it's, it's very interesting to me because going through astrology um, just really gave me permission to be myself and made me understand that my chart um, was like an indication that this is the right path for me. And it mm -hmm. was a great way to understand the nuances and things that I felt and gave a language to um, a feeling. And I couldn't really go back after that because it was just like, wow, why isn't this something we're all learning about ourselves? You know, it brings this really great self-awareness um, and also this great deep reflection and almost gives you this guidance as to, you know, your soul's purpose or what you're maybe you're here to do. And, and, and so, very relational to the planet 
and to what's around us. I mean, we know we had this big blood super moon last night, right? Absolutely. Um, and I know some people didn't sleep well. I personally slept amazingly for I like eleven photographs. hours. <laughs> oh, did, you, you took some photographs. Yeah, I got some great photographs. Yeah, but 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 I think that this pa- aspect of the pandemic pause is that we allows us to more people to pay attention to what's there. But I love what you just said, Jennifer, that it gave you a language to what your experience has been as a person, as a mm-hmm. human being. And, and yeah, why isn't it shared, right? That's a big question. Gordon, I've talked a lot about that around education and, and what's, you know, pieces of connecting. So, you know, you decided to say, okay, this feels right and I'm going to follow it. Yes, exactly. There was a feeling um, and an opportunity and timing. And that's, it's, um, astrology is all about timing. And so the way that those sort of came together, and then my deep understanding of wanting to um, understand myself better and understand the energies around us, how can we use this knowledge of the energies of how to lean in, when to pull back, you know, it's how can we use that to help us navigate you know, this circadian rhythm that we experience as humans on this planet. Right. You said something really important, though, uh, and that is reading the synchronicities. You know, the universe comes and sometimes it's very subtle, the little messages that we get. Other times they bang on the door, it's opportunity, and it's like, well, they're knocking, but you got to get up and answer that door. You know, I think that the ability to read those messages is really what's crucial. Absolutely. Yes. Otherwise, it's like you, you just like miss the boat completely. Yes. You know? Yeah. I feel like the universe gives us a whisper. And if we don't hear that, then we get, you know, I, I'm quoting actually, uh, I'm Oprah, but she would say you get a brick wall. And then if you're like a brick and then eventually evolves to a wall. So it's like we do get these little messages here. And and if we don't sort of, you know, pay attention, then we hit something so that we can recalibrate. Yeah. Um, and so my quote is, is you get a little twitch of the head, right? And then it winds up with a two by four to the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another, the universe will get, if, if we're yeah. going further and further off path, it will get our attention. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, you know, Gord, it's something that I've realized is that we can be intentional, but I feel that understanding the energy, it's, they've got, it's got bigger plans for us, you know, and what, how things are going to come together. So we can be intentional, but inevitably things will happen so uh, yeah well, exactly. and what about oh, the sense that. it's 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 also for for i mean people that maybe don't necessarily have um an interest in astrology but also that nuance of intuition and again astrology is something that i'm understanding also is that it's it's not necessarily fixed it's it's a bit of a guidance system and and uh how have you found it, it, this guidance system for you during this time of the pandemic pause. I love that. It's like saying a pregnant pause, but it's like yeah, a it's exactly. pandemic pause, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that you're highlighting something um, that I, I, I strive as an astrologer, which is that I, um, our charts are a blueprint of how we came into this world and how we took our first breath. And it's sort of, um, the way you, I interpreted it is that it's it's not definitive. It's just knowledge that you can take and, and sort of use it with what you will. So um, I think that that's something that's really important because 
Um, nobody knows you better than you know yourself. And um, astrology is just a translation in terms of something that you're experiencing that you already know within yourself that I'm able to probably bring words to. Mm-hmm. And I really like this aspect of, you know, it helps us become not only self-aware, but it also allows us, I think, a space for more compassion. Because you, you mentioned earlier that your moon, the Sagittarian moon, and what does that mean for people that don't know what that means around the moon, the emphasis? Yes, yeah. Um, so our moon is our emotional body. It's typically our emotional response. So um, I like to say it very simply in terms of, you know, depending on if you push someone literally or phys- physically, the way that they'll react will be based off their moon. So if it's a fire sign, um, typically they'll want to engage in, in it. Or if it's, you know, um, an, an air sign, it could be a conversation. If it's a, to- like if it's a earth it's a sign, yeah, if it's water, it's, they can have an emotional response. Mm-hmm. like an emotional response right. to it. Like um, crying or something like that. Crying, or right. Yeah. You know, or, you know, and, <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll have to ask if that I'm speaking about it generally, but like yes, there yeah. are, there are different, there are different types of water signs that I could go more in depth with, but um, right. that would have a different, maybe a reaction. So sure. uh, I don't know if there's Scorpio, yeah. but if there's Scorpio in there, it'd be a little bit different. Um, I have Scorpio rising. Uh, Leo, Leo, sun sign, Scorpio rising, and uh, uh, moon is Pisces. Oh, amazing. Okay, yeah. That's what this other astrologer said. She's, she, actually, she said, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you've got quite a, quite a basket of things here. So, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'd, be, okay, I'd so- be, in, be interested to see what she saw, but I think um, just looking at those, those three, your three main players, if you will, um, you know, the, the Scorpio is a uh, detective, you know, they're somebody who's, um, can be a little bit, you know, intense and want to sort of figure things out. And then with the Leo, you know, this is, this is, this is your platform. Here you are, you know, you're, Thanks. you're showing, you're talking, you're engaging yep. there, you know, you're, which is very Leo, but I think, um, something that people don't realize about Leos too, is that when they're, um, you know, they, they, they want to be in the center of tension, but they also don't want to be, you know, rejected or, you know taken out of context um, absolutely yeah so and the pisces are mystics you know they they're interested in things that are you know beyond our like th- you know 3d world so with you talking having this podcast that's about you know all the different nuances and different things and modalities like this makes a lot of sense so that's just oh. yeah so well, and, and Jim, what about the that. earth sign for moon what about the earth sign for moon sorry oh, gordon no. interrupts you no no, no. no worries um, our signs are pretty practical and grounded. So if you're going to push or push and engage with them, it can be, um, they may not want to, you know, they might be like, mm, I'm not going to engage on this depending on the situation. So, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for answering that. Cause yeah, I was thinking, general. I was like, wait, we didn't. We yeah. Just to make sure we get to earth. You can't, can't forget them. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, but which one specifically earth? Um, what, no, no. Well, Alexia, she just said Earth. Like what? Uh, oh, I, I just meant around places. the moon. We, we were talking about the, the moon around emotional body and communication or that conversation oh, okay. aspect. And I was asking Jen because I heard the fire one and the water and, and um, air, but I didn't hear if it was Earth, you know. So sorry, yeah. Gord, what did you just say? No, no, I interrupted at water. That's why. Because I knew yes. the Pisces thing. <clears throat> so, uh, so she said, well, what, which one? And I said, Pisces. So that's why I'm saying the same thing. Which of the gotcha. earth? 
Oh, which of the earth? I don't know. I'll, I'll, oh, I, which okay. of the earth? I'll say. Virgo. Oh, I thought it was specific for you. Okay. No, no, I'm. I I do not have my. I'm a Virgo sun sign, but. Um, Anyway, that, that doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm someone who actually finds astrology and, and you know, Jennifer, I know you can appreciate this around. I find it very heady. Like there's a lot of detail. There's so much detail that I feel like when I look at something, I just want to go crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's like, even though I like detail, but I find it quite overwhelming to see all these things and angles yeah, and the degrees. And this and, yeah. That's why I, I have programs. I agree. I agree with that statement. Actually, I think that I've I've had um, pre like before going into my own you know journey with astrology. I've had readings with people that it felt like it was a way over my head. So I really, for me, make a really big point to make sure that I'm communicating um, in a way where I'm not using astrology terms necessarily, so that the person who's getting the reading really understands what I'm saying because it's really important to me. So for me, it's a connection piece and. Um, it's an expression of of talking about the communication that's happening within their their per, the person I'm in front of, and also with what's happening in the sky and how the you know they're interacting up there and how it would be affecting the individual. So um, I want it to be digestible. I want it to be. I want someone to walk away feeling seen and heard. So that's mm-hmm. my approach to astrology, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to make a point of that. Right, and you do yeah, also no, work with the language. The language can screw people up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what's the point of having a reading and you're walking away going, uh, I wonder what she meant right. by all those right. things. Yeah. And, and also, Jennifer, <clears throat> you also do work with um, couples. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. So I've done, um, I've done a, a reading which um, would be called synastry, which is when you take two people's charts and you put it together and they're having conversations between them. And so I, I've sat with a couple and I've gone through their dynamic and um, talked to them a little bit about that. You know, what's, what's, what's really great and what's really easy for them and what's maybe they're having, you know, challenges with and how can I shed some light on that um, in terms of helping them. And that, that's so helpful to me because it really gives a sense of, wait a minute, you're just learning. It's almost like another way of, of the five languages of love, like learning how does somebody relate? It's not personal. They're not someone who, you know, for example, they're going to cry if they get, you know, confronted or there's something that comes up tension or they might, you know, get defensive. And then learning how to work with that, which I think is a really great thing to have another another tool in a toolbox for being human being right exactly there's so many things out there that can help us become more aware and um to go within ourselves and i just found that this but so the thing about awareness is it's only it's only worth anything if you can apply it well and a lot of people a lot of people are so aware out there and they're doing nothing and on that note we're going to do something because we're going to take a commercial break right here we'll be back in two minutes Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. 
This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiusis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back to uh, Things Worth Considering. You can also reach us uh, by phone, uh, toll free, anywhere in North America by dialing one 888 Three four six nine one four one, and you can join this conversation and uh, say what you want to say. Uh, so listen, before we went to commercial, I want to jump in here because you're talking about couples, and uh, you know it's kind of like all right. So I just I find out that my my partner is this this and this, and I'm this this and this and this. I w- I feel like it'd be like well, what's the point then? I mean, if that's my fate, that's their fate. We should just go our own separate ways. Uh, I think people can feel victimized by, you know, some of the, some of the astrology that because it's kind of centered you in. Oh, you're a Leo. You like getting up in front of everybody. You know, it's like, well, yeah, but not wearing clothes. Uh, whatever. You know, right. uh, I think you know. You it has to be more. It has to be more open than what what I think people are being led to believe, or, or they or they just believe through through mythology kind of thing around astrology. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I could say that with, you know, um, I think it's an individual's chart is really, uh, it is, can be really revealing, but it also, um, it's more in depth. So like I, for instance, you just used yourself as an example, as a Leo, right? So somebody could be that, but depending on where it is in their chart, they could be a quiet Leo, or they could have, um, you know, there's so much more information that is, needs to be, you know, seen through that lens in order to not make it seem so like boxed in. Right. Um, it's not just as, it's not very like general, it is very specific. Um, so I know what you're saying. I'm, this is, that's a great example and a great point because it's, it's, um, 
you're right. Like I'm, I, for me, I'm, my knowledge is just to come in and look at the chart and, and say, so you, you know, for instance, communication style, which is a big, big component within a relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just, just bringing to light what I see in the chart and also using some of my own intuition um, to, you know, assess it out. Because I think um, even something that I do as an astrologer within a reading, if I'm looking at somebody's chart, I also look directly at the elements. So if I'm speaking to someone who's very earth and water, I'm speaking slower. I'm speaking very concise and, and probably, but if I'm speaking to a fire air, I'm a little bit faster and I'm ready to let go. And like, you know, let's. I studied that. I studied that in Ayurvedic. Okay. And it's perfect when I'm counseling people, I figure out what they are and how fast I can go. Yeah. Right. 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 Perfect. Well, and it's great. It's I think I think Jen also you're you're saying too that um, there's it's not ex- it's not necessarily the general stuff is very general and there's so much more underneath it. But this other part is around someone's willingness to actually look at themselves and then consider that oh you know what I I'm understanding where this person's coming from. And am I willing to change or am I willing to, you know, tweak a little bit or how I say things or how I approach? And I, I think that's sort of what you're alluding to. Absolutely. And I also would love to add to the fact that like when I said that we can be intentional, but the universe has plans. If <laughs> that couple isn't, you know, meant to be, so to speak, um, the universe will come in and deal with that, you know, like, you know, hit that wall, you know, as Gord, you said about the, you know, using the two by four, pistol. yeah, the two, two by four. four, right? Like there are, I, I have to test my Saturn return, which if for the viewers that don't know, it's, it's, it's when um, the planet goes to the exact place that you was when you were born. So it feels like a rebirth and it feels like um, really like drastically transformation for some people, depending on where it is in their chart. Now for me specifically, there was, you know, Jen before her Saturn return and there was Jen after, and it definitely completely changed my whole life. And so that's also partly why I'm on this path as well. Um, because it roughly happened in 2019. Mm -hmm. So that was my huge aha and transformational, you know, had so much thing, so many things changing. And I, like it was going fast and stuff. So with the p- pandemic pause, it really allowed me to get back in touch with myself and really feel it out and pay attention more to what's happening. And this opportunity, sort of the cards aligned, the universe provided, and I went for it. So, and I couldn't look back. And friends and family supportive? How did your friends and yeah. families, you know, when you said, hey, I've done this degree, but I'm going to go and I've been doing editing yeah. and now I'm going to go and I'm going to be an astrologer. How was that received? Well, you know, what's so interesting. I think, you know, as you, um, I'm somebody who is, who changes a lot. Um, I have a lot of mutable energy in my chart, which is, you know, adapting and transferring energy. So they know that I am somebody who um, has beginnings and endings. And so, it wasn't a huge leap because I am very much aside from this, very much spiritual. And um, I think that it was just more like, Oh, wow. Okay. It made sense to some people. I, I think and family, I was luckily were very supportive. Um, but I think they had to see me start doing it. And I did their, my family members charts, mm-hmm. so to, um, especially for my father, because I felt that 
he's somebody who's very traditional and has a very linear way of like living his life. And so I felt I would be a great opportunity for me to read his chart and he could understand what I'm doing and I could understand him a little bit better. Mm. And? Oh, and it went really well. Yeah. And to this day now, he says, he asks me a lot about, he's like, so what's happening today or um, in the sky or should there anything I should be looking out for? So, um, because, you know, I know things that are, you know, within charts and planets and stuff. So I'll be like, oh, I just actually let him know. I was like, you might be coming into some money soon. We'll see. Let me know how that pans out for you. Right. So, <laughs> let me give you my checking account. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so if you'd so like speak- to share. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 you know, Gord, Gord alluded to this earlier around, you know, um, and he had been in previous shows, but around, okay, what is happening? And like, what, yeah. what's, what is going on? What the now? hell's going on out yeah. there? <laughs> That's how Gord said it. That's how he Let says it. Let me out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're not alone in that, uh, that feeling, Gord. <laughs> really? That's for sure. Um, well, it's very interesting, actually, you mentioned that because um, a part of my interest into this world was I had listened to a couple of podcasts myself and heard about that astrologers had predicted 2020. Um, not to the extent of how it really unfolded, but they understood that some, there was going to be some major shifts with um, transformation and sort of destruction within the system. And so that was being echoed. And I felt, wow. So people already kind of knew that this year was going to happen, but uh, I want to know more about this. How did they understand this? How did they like get this? So um when I started to understand and do the courses myself, I understood exactly what it was. It, it was a year that was meant to sort of completely, you know, take, taking structure, taking um, a, like, you know, a build and destroy planet, marry the two and you get a pandemic. So um, it was, it, it was, you know, meant to happen in that sense. And there's been a shift this year as well. Um, that's been, we went from, um, you know, an energy that was in rooted in, you know, finances and, um, you know, government to more Mm -hmm. into an an air energy where people are thinking and wanting to be more about community. And I don't, I've started to notice that even now that we're in this side of it, people are wanting to help others more. And that's been reflective in the sky. And, um, not just sort of get ahead themselves, but how do I help myself and others? Um, this is a digital year that we're digital era that we've entered. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting that it's, we've entered the era of Aquarius of two, you know, I look at um, two we- planets to see how the year is going to be and um, not to, you know, deviate, but I'm thinking about like how even the presidential election, you know, mm-hmm. um, how, changing of the guards, if you will, as soon as it, the energy went into more of the air, we had, um, you know, so a different person in, in office. So that was, that was interesting. It's, it can be really um, like a, a great way to sort of understand potentially the energy of what's to come or the energy to come, but how it unfolds specifically is very much left to, to, you know. Well, and I'd like that you say that it's potential, so it's it's having that awareness, and because it, it's not a sense of uh, oh, this is exactly what will happen. 
and this is how it will happen because there, we have to still embrace mystery and we, we, we need to live our lives where we can, I think, cultivate our self-trust. But what I like about astrology, the little that I know, is that it can provide some deeper insight into going, oh, okay. But, but, it, but I think that, you know, there's always that balance of, of resonating, but, but timing, you know, that aspect of, of timing. And I think that that can be very helpful to see when things are aligning. And, you know, we know we're in, I know we're in Mercury retrograde right now, correct? Is that correct? Yeah. We are in Mer- Mercury retrograde so- for a while? Well, we're in, um, it starts on um, actual Sunday, but we have two planets in retrograde right now. So there's a lot of retrograde energy. Which, what does that mean exactly? Sorry, Jen. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so it's it's when a planet appears in the sky to be moving backwards, but it, it, it isn't actually. Um, so the, the feeling and the sensation that we experience from it is really, um, I'd like to I say recalibrating and um every planet's a little bit specific, more specific. So for instance, we have Pluto retrograde, which would be us revisiting our, our traumas and like mm-hmm. the things that we've already kind of over- overcome. We're going back to maybe therapy. We're sort of, you know, going back to those, you know, old narratives and things that we've moved past. And then with, um, with it being in Saturn retrograde, it's really about like sort of, like getting rid of the structure of things. So if you're having long-term goals that you're going towards, um, it may, it may or may not like you slow down, it will slow down and it won't be very fast. So it's like a very much, I like to say retrogrades are very much a time to rest, recalibrate, reclaim, and just listen to your body. It's really important. So, um, people may be really tired right now. Um, and as you mentioned, people are most familiar with Mercury retrograde, which mm-hmm. um, I, I think people are aware of the idea that things like technology doesn't work as well for us. And that's <laughs> very apparent, but yes. communications and not signing contracts. Tracks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I've got but all of those written down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But Mercury retrograde is also happening in the sign of Gemini. So there's a lot of internal you know, dialogue that's going on within ourselves, right? Too. Mm. So it's it's not just external. It's it's also internal because Mercury rules how we communicate, but it also rules our mind. And so it's in a sign that's very much um, a lot going on in their you know their mind and their their capacity. So having it in retrograde, it's just be kind to yourself. You know, be kind to yourself. Okay, and, and don't how believe long is anything it in- anybody else says. Sorry. <laughs> I don't, don't believe anything that anybody else says because exactly. it's, it's, their, it's their negative mind chatter. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and how, how long is Mercury retrograde in what retrograde for? Right. I, um, you know, what? it's so funny. I don't have it off the top of my head. I believe roughly a month. A right. Month. Yeah. right. Yeah. Around there. Usually okay. about three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More yeah. or less. I mean, literally, it's kind of like, all right, everybody shut up at work. Yes. <laughs> We're in retrograde. Well, no new ideas. Write them down, though. <laughs> we'll talk after. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it really is. I mean, I've really noticed so often. Now, is maybe it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe we put so much energy into it being in retrograde that we break down the computer system. You know, who knows? But uh, it's pretty weird. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you guys, how are you guys feeling? You know, um, and I mean, do you feel that energy that I'm sort of talking about a little bit? 
potency of it because I, I think that I would say yes. I would say yes. Yeah. Because the moon was, was this very, it's always a, uh, that event is very big energy for me. So I kind of like zoom up and don't sleep and not that I do anyways, but you know, um, yeah. And then it, all of a sudden it kind of comes down quickly. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. Instead of like a sort of a gentle down, it's like a, whoa, whoa, you know, well, the awesome the, moon though. Yeah. Well, the eclipse is a, it's a really important one that we just had. So it's, um, it's interesting because um, full moons usually give you more energy, right? And new moons, you end up feeling a little bit more depleted because it's the idea of the fact that you're like, in new moons, you're planting the seed of what you're wanting to accomplish and the full moons, you're letting go of things. And with this mm. eclipse, it speeds up the process of um, letting go and reveals to you things that maybe you felt but hadn't really seen. So depending on mm. where... For instance, Sagittarius, because it happened in Sagittarius, where it is in your personal chart will reveal to you the, you know, the flavor of that, that particular part of your chart, that sector. So mm. um, it's really good to pay attention this week um, to the messages that maybe you're, that are coming to you. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. we have a That's, solar one coming up in June. I know. That's, yeah. That'll be a big one. We'll talk about that later. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just carry on from here, and we're going to take a break. Great. We'll be back in two minutes. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, a view through the veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening.
listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back. Uh, we were talking over the uh, commercial break about what really is happening. We need to plan uh, for, the, for this year and really don't care about the big picture. We want to know what's happening in Toronto, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll move to Ontario. <laughs> just a little pressure, just a little pressure. <laughs> really, <laughs> on my street. <laughs> Specifically for Gort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to plan. Yeah. But yeah, what, what, uh, I mean, you're saying this was predicted like 20 years ago. Nobody really listened to it. And, and, and so let me just add something that I've been thinking about. You know, astrology is very, very, very old. I mean, it's part of Ayurvedic and Chinese uh, uh, as well, uh, astrology. I can't help but wonder if we haven't degraded it by putting like the daily thing in the newspaper that it's become more of a form of entertainment than it has become a spiritual tool to learn from. Right. Absolutely. Like it's a little bit more taboo and a little bit more kitschy these days. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, people, people look up their, you know, every day they'll, they'll look up their astrology. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think it's devalues it. I think it's devalued it by putting it into like the entertainment section. Kind of Absol- thing. Well, absolutely. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, well, part, partly actually what my understanding is, is that, it was as credible as um, astronomy. And then I, mm-hmm. and then I, it got divided because, you know, religion, right? Because, yeah. I, because of like, how, how are you supposed to be able to predict these sort you know, it didn't, it wasn't really, um, you know, it, it wasn't, so they, that, that caused a division because, you know, years, 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 years ago, it was as credible as astronomy. Um, and those yeah, two- Even I, astronomy wasn't, look what happened to Copernicus. Right. He was imprisoned, you know, by the Catholic Church. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, the church, because that aspect of separation of spirituality rather than inclusivity and seeing that it's part of existence, it's part of our experience. So I, I agree with you, Gord. I think it does make it seem like a game and that it has mm. no, no credibility when you read it in the paper and all oh, that doesn't mean anything. But Jennifer, given that when you, now as as you're stepping into this career and actually you are in this career is that what do you what do you see for 2021 what's there that could maybe support people who are really struggling because that's also part of it is lack of planning and and people who are really uh suffering you know in many ways yes absolutely well i mean it's interesting um to the point is that this um is actually an astrological um year like I, I it, there because of the way that the energies moved into a very um, a sign that is very, very much an astrological sign. So um, I'm starting to even notice people as much as you know you're saying it's a little bit too accessible. It's people are becoming more open to this idea of astrology. Um, people that weren't really accustomed to it or weren't really um, necessarily thought much of it it's it's starting to I'm starting to see it a little bit more um not just like in the more accessible like even people are having apps and things like that because they want it on their hand because of you know again this is also the digital era so people want things accessible but astrology accessible how am I gonna what's happening how's it gonna you're, affect you're um, following this right <laughs> yes I mean great money ideas 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. It's just, I just, you know, help you along. <laughs> of course, of course. It is a I big trend. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, it. I get a horoscope set to me every morning. There right. you go. There yep. you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I have mentors for sure that I, I definitely look to, to learn from, you know, as I continue, yeah. because this is a life, it's a thing you could study your whole life and still not know enough. For sure. But for sure. For, for a Gemini is somebody that's so interesting for me to like, mm-hmm. may have that. But mm-hmm. to, to back to your point that you were mentioning about how, you know, things are going to be this year. I think I have to mention the fact that they were so the pendulum swing in 2020 is, you know, coming back this way this year. So eventually, you know, it's, we'll start to see the real um, effects of, you know, the things that we're trying to accomplish this year in 2022. But I think this year is more about the sort of upheaval and not like the trying to sort of rectify things that have happened that have changed and figure out the new normal, you know? Um, That makes total sense to me because it's, it was such an upheaval and no one expected it to be so long. And then it's not just externally, but it's also what you were saying, Jennifer, around what's going on internally. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my sense is people need to recalibrate and have the chance and the time to really sort of come back into a new way of existing because this has changed everybody in many ways um hopefully for the better i'm hopeful yeah but, no absolutely, you know. absolutely it's more of a there's a this is the rebuild year if i'm if to say it so mm. like this is because there was that was the 2020 was like the huge you know structure disruptive and and now we're like left with sort of the information and trying to you know with the vaccines and trying to figure out what how to figure this out? How do we operate now without masks? All of this. So it's it's one of those years where it's just going to be us rebuilding. Um, and we're and actually, that's not a straight line. Yeah, and that is not right. a straight line. Absolutely. No. And right the pendulum now, goes, you know, yeah. it gradually loses. So I, I, you know, I mean, I put it in writing. I really predict that there's still going to be a fourth wave. Mm-hmm. Once we get into September, October, we're going right. to get... We're going to get nailed. And that's just a pendulum coming back again, though. You know, mm-hmm. Well, and also, it's, it is cold and flu season in the fall. Exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's, exactly. That's been there. It's just that now there's been this, you know, magnitude, you know, of something enhanced. But, but it, I like the idea of rebuilding, Jennifer, because I feel that that gives people a sense of, oh, there's not a sense like a, a urgency, or it's not like, oh my God, I better do this. Because I often see a lot of that, the ads about, you know, quick, you got to jump into this or, you know, the exodus from Toronto, for example, of, you know, <laughs> and the real estate prices. And it becomes very inflammatory, which to me is very reactive. So, you know, would you this say that people period. need to go slower, slower? Well, spe- but specifically like right now in the next like two or three months, like we're having the retrogrades and that is a slower energy. So mm-hmm to slow down. So it's, and it's a time to go internal, but um, we're also getting a glimpse right now of what the next um, year is going to look like for two months um, based off of a a beautiful planet called Jupiter, which is an expansive, optimistic, abundant planet um, is, has entered a sector of our chart and it's showing us a little bit of what the year is going to 
you know, be like to come. So um, there's, this is a great time, especially with the eclipse to really sit and listen to your inner self Um, because there are, you know, even if like, for instance, I just did a reading with somebody and I knew that Jupiter had entered her um, chart of higher education. And I was asking and inquiring about the fact that is any sort of any opportunity come up where you're thinking you want to learn something or you're interested in, she was like, Oh my goodness, that's so interesting. Yes. Um, I've been getting this message over and over again about potentially going back to school for this. And I was like, okay. So it's just, it's just something um, to, I find this is a really a year to sort of listen to yourself so you can rebuild, you know, and, and the energies and pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, and, you know, you have, it sounds like for the, for the pandemic for you, you've, you've really been able to sort of reinvent yourself and, and have you enjoyed the pandemic? Yes. Yes. I, 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 um, I say that, I always say that reluctantly just because I know that everyone has had a really um, unique experience to them. And to the point I said, I think it's, the beginning, which is that this is something that every generation has been experiencing together, but how it affected people um, were, you know, there was a lot of polarity, right? There were people that were mm-hmm. working like crazy hours and some people that weren't working at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and some people were really hit hard. So it, I have a lot of, you know, empathy for, for people. So I am always a little bit more reluctant to say, but yes, this year, the 2020 year for me, but also to point out it was reflective of my chart because like I talked about those two energies coming together how they are communicate within your own chart was how the year was going to so those two energies actually communicated pretty cohesively in my chart so it made sense that 2020 for me was a year where I was working towards my when I my desire what my heart called to me Mm -hmm. for well and I think a lot of us go into a sense of you know, we don't enjoy the times we feel sad. And I, and that's that awareness piece to how do we keep embracing the discomfort and know that it's part of our process, but it's challenging. It's very, very challenging, you know? No, absolutely. Because yeah. something I've definitely learned is that healing isn't fun. And, no. and no. it's hard. And I think that people, um, spiritual bypass a lot. And, um, yep. And I think that I'm not saying that this year for me was the 2020 year was, you know, all rainbows and sunshines. It was, you know, hard. There were mm-hmm. moments within myself where, you know, I was very emotionally distraught, but I understand that that's probably why I really love Pluto, that from the depths of despair, you transform. Right. It's in moments where you're, you've been sort of knocked off, you know, the pedestal, if you will, or life is, and, that's when you are um, separate from the collective and are able to sort of really hear and feel yourself and then, you know, move forward. Yeah. And, and people can find you on general wellness, right? At general wellness is your website and also your Instagram. And that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at general wellness and also, yeah. John, okay. I really like the, the couple thing. And I think that just having that ability to, to see 
differently. But also, I think, you know, for you, it's showing that younger people, and I, I know that age is is within, you know, it doesn't really matter and it matters. But, but you know, how old are you, Jennifer, if you don't mind? Oh, my goodness. I'm 32. I, okay. Yeah. So, so 32. And this is, I know this Look is an age group. Look at the when you say 32. <laughs> <laughs> you looked away and I'm like, Oh, is she really? Oh. <laughs> you know why? It's because I thought I was turning 33. I recently just had a birthday. So I, gave it, I took a year off my life because I, That's funny. I it's like, where is time, right? At the, in <sighs> pandemic to some, to some degree. So I was like, I think I'm turning 33, but no, I turned 32. But time it's really, you're an example up. of someone who's inspired, like inspirational to people who are, who are also going, Hey, you can reinvent yourself. You can, even if you've gone and had this degree, you can still do something else. And I, think that's so encouraging personally absolutely yeah Yeah. learning about myself gave me permission to be myself and I think understanding that working for myself was always an exit on the highway it just kept missing it and so (laughs) yeah Yeah. beautiful I love that and so driving right by it I kept I was like oh I think I'm gonna work my no no I'm gonna work for them no you know and so it the you know the pandemic again it transforms a lot of people, but for me, it was like, okay, I have all this time. How am I going to use it? And don't get me wrong. There was some time, the beginning of it, we're all just trying to, you know, figuring it out. So I definitely, um, you know, took, took some of that time to just figure it out. And then, you know, but it gave me an opportunity to utilize the time that I wanted to do what I want, but it took me some time to get there. (laughs) Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're glad you got here. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, came and shared your, your knowledge. It's uh, interesting talking to you. Uh, you're very knowledgeable. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so uh, if you would like to get in contact with us, uh, uh, Alexia just said how to get in touch with Jen. You can get in touch with us at info at spiritgrows.ca. Uh, if you'd like to see what's coming up uh, or who's coming up on the show or what subject area or what's happening at the college, uh, you can do so at transformationalarts.ca. Uh, upcoming is tomorrow night is our uh, energy circle, the virtual edition on Zoom. It's free and it's open to all. And you can get that at transformationalarts.ca. And uh, Wednesday, June the 26th through Transformation Arts College is our summer lecture series begins. And that uh, goes from June to September. It's every Wednesday. There's 11 mini workshops uh, each three hours, spaced over 12 weeks. So Transformational Arts uh, will tell you where it is. On behalf of Alexia and myself and here at Things Worth Considering, have a great week and we will see you right here next week at 8 p.m. Thanks, Jennifer. for tuning into Things Worth Considering. Please join your hosts, Alexia Georgiousis and Gord Riddell for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are. 